Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, coming to you with another podcast on the credit repair process. And of course, big shout out to all of my followers. Shout out to all of you guys who download my episodes shout out to all of my spotify uh, followers which is about 400 now i appreciate every one of you guys and gals for your encouraging words and for uh, you know what i always say texts emails phone calls however you reach me to let me know that this podcast is helping you understand and helping you improve your credit this is what it's all about So today, we're definitely going to get into what happens when you send out a dispute letter. What happens when you send out a dispute letter to the credit bureaus? Now, of course, a lot of times people struggle when it comes out to sending out dispute letters. So whether they get a template from online or the internet or whether they're writing up their own, or whether they have a company, uh, credit repair company working on their behalf. The question always seems, okay, when you send out these dispute letters, what happens? And so we're going to get into that. We're going to deal with that because that's important, right? Because one of the things we're going to find out when it comes to dealing with the credit bureaus is that, number one, they do not make money cleaning up your credit. Nope, they do not make money cleaning up your credit. So therefore, they're not gun-ho to do everything that the law says they're supposed to do when it comes to you sending out dispute letters, right? So when you find inaccurate information on your credit report or anything that's incomplete or unverifiable, the law says you have a right to dispute that. Now, the question is, do I dispute it? Who do I dispute it with first? Do I send a letter to the creditors first or do I send it to the credit bureaus. Well, according to the Fair Credit Reporting Act, you should send your first letters to the credit bureaus, the three major credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. Now, of course, you guys know that there are smaller credit repair, I mean, smaller credit bureaus like uh, uh, CoreLogic and Okay, now I'm just skipping my mind, but I did a, a podcast on that. But all these smaller ones that are out there, you can send dispute letters to them as well if you get your credit reports from them. But the main three, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, you should definitely send your first letters uh, to them, all right, before you send it to the creditors disputing inaccurate information. So send it to them first. Now, so you send it certified or so you send it regular becomes the next question. And I always say, at least your first letter should go certified mail. You can do every letter you want after that certified mail. But the first one should. Now, will they respond if you send certified mail? Sometimes they will. Sometimes they they don't. If you send it out regular, will they respond? Sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't. We'll get into that when we talk about what happens when you send out your dispute letters. All right, so when you're sending it out, of course, identify the errors in your uh, letters. When you're writing up your credit repair letters, identify 
your dispute letters identify the errors. Don't just say this account is not mine, not mine, not mine. No, I don't believe it's mine. No, you got to be specific when you send out these letters. You got to be specific. You got to say, hey, this Capital One account is reporting a balance of $600. And according to my records, this is not accurate information. Or you can say Capital One is reporting $600 to Experian, $610 to Equifax, $612 to TransUnion. So you got to show them that this is inaccurate information because there's there's only going to be one balance for this account. It can't have three different balances. So there right there, you see some inconsistencies or inaccurate information. And so be specific. Talk about if you believe the date is wrong, if you believe the high balance is wrong, if you believe the date that the account was open was wrong, if you believe that the month and year of late payments were wrong, dispute those information, those accounts specifically to that. Don't, don't make it general because that makes it easier for the credit bureaus to reject it. Be specific what you want them to deal with. All right, so when you have that understanding, when you have that understanding, right, and of course, at the end of your letters, make sure you put in that the remedy for this dispute letter is that you want the item deleted from your credit report. Whatever your dispute, whatever you're disputing at the end of the letter, you want to say the remedy for this, or put in your own words, of course, but you want to put in there, I want these, because they're not reporting accurate information, I want them deleted from my credit reports. Or my credit report, as you write the letter to each um, credit bureau. All right? So now, with that as the backdrop, what happens when you send your dispute letter to the credit bureaus there's four things that happens that may happen and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that right after this break you're listening to the credit repair show with your host the credit doctor angelo mccutcheon we'll be right back right after this welcome back to the credit repair show with your host the credit doctor angelo mccutcheon and as we were talking about let's get into it what happens when you send dispute letters to the credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian? Well, one of four things are going to happen. One of four things are going to happen when you send out a dispute letter or dispute letters. Number one, they may do an investigation and delete the accounts that you want deleted. Number two, they may do an investigation and they may just update certain information about those accounts. Number three, they may do an investigation and then find out that everything that's being reported has been verified as being accurate. And number four, they may just ignore your letter altogether. One of these four things are going to happen every time you send out a dispute letter. They will end up deleting items or they may update information or they may say everything that's reported has been verified or they may ignore it altogether. Now, how you know when they ignore it, right? Well, typically they have 30 days. Once they receive your dispute letter, 
by law, Fair Credit Reporting Act, they have 30 days to do an investigation. After 30 days, they have to send you and they can, I mean, they can complete that uh, investigation sometimes in two weeks, three weeks, but they have 30 days. After 30 days, or around a 30-day mark, I usually give them like 35 days to respond when I'm working with my clients. But anyway, they're going to send everything back to you, and it's going to be in one of those categories. Now, if you don't hear from them in 30 days, if you don't hear from them in, I would say, 60 days, most likely your letter got ignored, got tossed on the garbage pile, and they didn't even look at it. And the reason why they may do that is because they're going to assume that it didn't come directly from you. Or they may say that, hey, uh, we dealt with these accounts before with you, so we're going to consider this frivolous. Or three, it looks like a template of a dispute letter that you can find online, and they feel that they don't have to uh, investigate it. Now, are all those reasons valid? The only one that's really valid is the one in which they consider your letter uh, frivolous, meaning that uh, they dealt with this letter two or three times with you sending out dispute letters about these accounts. And so the law allows them to, if an account, if they can prove that account is verified, 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 after a while, if you keep sending those same letters, then they can deem themselves not to uh, deal with it because it's frivolous, just waste a waste of time. Again, and that's just, I'm just laying it out to you how it is. Doesn't mean you should stop fighting. Doesn't mean you should stop disputing. You just might have to take another method, another way to get it done. All right. So let's kind of go over the other three. The first one, they get your letter. They call the company that you're disputing or the companies that you have a dispute with. And let's say Capital One, they say Capital One, this consumer is disputing the balance. Do you have uh, evidence that the balance is correct? If Capital One can produce evidence on their side that the balance, that they believe the balance is correct and show the credit bureaus, the credit bureaus will then, well, let's just say, yeah, they would then say, yes, uh, it's verified but they got to have documentation from the creditor showing that everything, you know, that on your credit report is accurate from their standpoint. And then they'll sit it back to you and say, hey, everything was verified. Or they call Capital One. Capital One looks at the account and say, well, yeah, we need to update this. We need to update the balance is actually this, or we need to update uh, the late payment was actually this or we need to update, whatever they need to update. And so the credit bureaus would then apply those updates, send you a response saying that these accounts were updated. We have updated information about these accounts. And then the other one is they may call Capital One and say, hey, the consumer is disputing this information. Do you have documentation? Capital One may not have documentation or Capital One may just refuse to deal with that. And if that be the case, if they don't have the documentation to prove it, or they just ignore what the credit bureaus are asking them within 30 days, they don't provide it, the item gets deleted. And they'll send you a response saying, this account was deleted, this account was deleted, this account was deleted. So those are the four options, four things that is going to happen. One of those four things are going to happen every time you send out a dispute letter. Now, 
if it comes back verified, if it comes back where they just updated information and you still believe on your end that it's inaccurate information, the law allows you to do a follow-up. You can ask them, what was the method of your verification? How did you verify this information? Who did you speak with uh, at Capital One? Show me the documents they sent you that this item was correct. You can come back and ask them all this information. And then they'll have like an, an additional 15 days to get that information and send it to you. If they can't, then again, in that letter, you're asking them to do what? Delete it if they can't provide it. Delete it from your credit reports. All right? So you have the right. And you can do, you know, if you want to do a third letter to the creditors, you can do that and come back, send another letter to the, the credit bureaus. You can do that as well. And that's where, you know, working with a consumer attorney begins to kick in because at some point, if they're just not fixing it, you should be able to file a lawsuit or you should get with a consumer attorney to file a lawsuit against the credit bureaus, either one of them that's not remover, removing the inaccurate information. And that's why with my company, we have been working with consumer attorneys for the last five years and we've had debt collectors, we've had credit bureaus, we've had original credits, all of them pay out a total amount of $250,000 to our clients. Because sometimes when you're sending out those dispute letters and they're not doing what they're supposed to do, you need to take it to the next level. So working with consumer attorneys actually provides you that extra comfort that, hey, if they don't do what they're not supposed to do, we will sue them. And now you're talking about having that item deleted and you getting money back because your rights were violated. All right, so I just wanted to drop that in there. We'll talk more about lawsuits and, and consumer attorneys on another episode. I just wanted to drop that in there. Feel free to reach out to me. All my contact information is in the description of any one of my podcasts. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know how you're being blessed or uh, 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 using this information to improve your credit. And of course, if you want to support uh, my podcast, consider sending me a donation. You can do that through my cash app. Uh, you can do that by subscribing on a monthly basis here uh, on my podcast. Just go into my description. You'll see all of that. Uh, but whether it's cash app or a monthly subscription, I do appreciate all of you guys who do send and say thank you for the information. So I do appreciate that. You guys continue to stay blessed. Whatever you do, stay blessed. But what's even more important is that you are a blessing. And with that, we say have a blessed day. Yeah.